hello, hello, hello. My name is Angela M. Odom. I am the host of the Better You Leadership Podcast, the founder of the Better You Project brand. I teach women how to lead themselves, others, and also how to manage processes so that they may earn more revenue and respect. I'm also a very proud Army veteran. And today we will just talk about just a question. I'm just wondering out loud if leaders are still talking about COVID-19, right? Because if we, if we were to, uh, you know, believe um, that it's all over, then, oh my goodness, this past, what, year and a half has been uh, interesting to say the least. And we have um, news of recovery all over the place that the tremendous amount of um, information we were getting, you know, in March, April, June, July, August, September, October, November, December of 2020, it has subsided greatly, right? It has subsided greatly. Hey, Carrie, good morning. Oh, okay, beautiful 74 degrees, uh, sunny northern Minnesota. Welcome. Welcome to uh, those of you who are listening live uh, on this recording and those of you who are, are listening on the replay. And, you know, as the podcast will be posted, uh, you might be listening um you know, months away from this actual uh, live recording. And, and so the question on the table, I'm just wondering out loud, are leaders still talking about COVID-19? Like, like for real, like I don't hear a lot of it. And when I go places, I have my cute mask on. I probably have like a hundred of them, <laughs> the paper, uh, the disposable ones and the uh, ones that you can wash, uh, ones with filters and not. Um, of course, I'm at home a lot, right, with my family. So when I do go out, it's like the publics. I go out, I do have a few uh, in-person speaking engagements coming up. I'm actually flying to Michigan um, next week. I'm going to the USS Silver, Silver Sides Submarine Museum, right? And uh, it's in Muskegon, Michigan. And I'll be there. It's, it's an outdoor event. Uh, uh, there will be social distancing and I will decide which one of those cute masks I have on, um, you know, as, <laughs> as, I, as I determine, you know, what that looks like. But we talked about the safety of the event a month ago. And so here we are about to get on the airplane, <laughs> get on the airplane, I'll be double masks, right? Um, and, uh, you know, we'll take precautions. But I was just wondering if... Um, leaders are talking about uh, COVID-19. And so uh, I just want to go through uh, just a few things. This is not like a, uh, you better wear your mask. It's not, not, it's not that for me. Like, I'm really just curious as to, uh, you know, what's the status now? You know, how is it doing? So I did a little research and, um, you know, I just want to, you know, just talk to you about it, right? So we believe the news reports, you know, the U.S. news reports, COVID-19 is not as great a threat to our life or you know, our way of life 
as it was, you know, in March of 2020, especially uh, I think the summer of 2020. And here we are, June uh, 2021. Um, I just don't believe that the threat is gone. I just don't believe it, right? Um, it's it's just still here, lingering. They're talking about variants. And uh, so I'm very cautious. I'm not scared. I'm very cautious. Um, so I think leaders should still make this a big deal. It should be um, a big deal. Folks are still dying in the U.S. and, my God, all over the world, like really all over the world. So we're going to go through uh, just health information and prevention and self-care and take a look at some numbers. And <laughs> that's what we're doing today. And I would encourage you to talk to um, talk to some folks about, the, you know, COVID-19. Uh, I'm not sure if you can see the screen, but this is a worldwide numbers. And, you know, back here in uh, like January 2020, uh, January 2020, right? There was like 32 cases uh, reported of COVID. And you go all the way over here, you know, to December of 2020 and worldwide, it was like 669,000 cases uh, reported. And then you continue to go to April of this year, right? April of this year. And um, you will see uh, like 800,000 cases reported. And now here in June, you know, seven day average on reporting is uh, 382,000, right? And so then, so that's a lot like all over the world, but what's going on in the United States, right? Uh, we're in the United States, we go back to the cases itself. And so we started tracking, we as in our great nation, started tracking these cases in March, on March 2nd of 2020, it was 16. And then that thing started to climb, um, you know, the average rate in April of 29,000 over a seven day period, right? And it got to its peak um, in in uh, January of this year, January 2021, right? 21 was like uh, the moving average, the seven day average of cases, new cases was 253,000 uh, cases. And of course, uh, now here we are June and the average is 14,000. So that's significantly down. However, guess what? It's still happening. And then the deaths, oh my goodness, the deaths. Uh, we're looking at, um, you know, going from all these people dying to right now to uh, 170 now, like deaths as in June 12th is what's being tracked here, if you can see that. And we've gone, of course, to, um, you know, so many hundreds of thousands of people dying in the U.S. And of course, worldwide, all the way, um, people are continuing to die at a, uh, you know, like an average of 10,000 over a seven day period worldwide. So what does that, um, you know, what does that look like for, for us, <laughs> you know, really? So our leaders still talking about COVID-19 though. So if you're traveling, you should, uh, you know, do the research on the location you will be traveling to, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm looking up Michigan and seeing what the numbers are in Michigan. Um, you know, they've had some issues, right? So I'll be doubly <laughs> cautious. And of course I'm vaccinated. 
um, was vaccinated in March and still I want to be careful, right? And um, so let's go over just a few things, you know, for health information. Uh, so and this is not me preaching to you. I just want to talk about it. And then you make your own decision of you know, where you might be and what you might think. And if you're in your workplace, if you are someone's uh, supervisor or manager, then be aware and be um, conscious uh, and, you know, just knowing that lots of people have not been vaccinated, right? And lots of people are just like, get to work itself out. I'm in good health. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to wear this mask. All those things. And those are real things, right, to consider. So, um, and of course, it affects different people in different ways. So it's infected people. This has had like a wide range of symptoms reported from mild to severe illness. And I guess, um, you know, we know, you know, like fever, chills, cough, shortness of breath, uh, fatigue, body aches, uh, headaches. Um, and this is what I found on Google, right? You know, diarrhea, nausea, congestion of uh, running nose, sore throat, all those things, right? And then that thing about not being able to smell or taste. I'm like, whoa, hold up. The other day I was, uh, I had to throw up for something else. And I was like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> so you just need to be, um, you know, aware of what's going on. Um, so you want to make sure that um, if you got some kind of persistent pain or pressure in your chest, and you, a confusion, you get a little uh, pale, then you might want to go ahead and get some medical attention. And then the best way to prevent this thing, you know, of course, wearing a mask um, when you're with other people, you know. Uh, so if you get some people that all of you all are vaccinated, all of you all have, you know, been uh, quarantine, you're not all over the place, right? You still want to stay six feet apart. You know, it's like two arm lengths uh, from others who you don't live with. Um, you don't want to avoid big old crowds. And I think it's more like poorly ventilated spaces. And um, so the more people you are in contact with, the more likely you are to be exposed to COVID-19. So if it's available to you, uh, and I did uh, take my son to his regular appointment, he's, he'll be 16 on in a few days, right? And I talked to his primary care provider and, you know, talked about the shots and, you know, the, what does that mean for him at his age with his medical, uh, you know, makeup? And so the doc says, hey, most likely if any kid uh, receives it, um, in the big numbers, big scheme of things, they would not be impacted so greatly as an adult would. However, there are some that are, and you don't want to be the small number that is, uh, you know, um, receives it and then have to go through all that stuff. So we're getting his shot, right? We're getting my son's uh, vaccination here at the CVS. Uh, so we're going to get that done before the whole world really opens back up. And these variants are all over the place. Just want to be careful, right? And uh, we talked about the side effects and what that might feel like and look like, you know, the soreness or in the arm and all those other things. So really we want to continue to avoid close contact um, with people who are sick. And then if you're sick, you know, take the responsibility and stay away from people, right? You know, that same thing with the flu, covering your nose, uh, just when you're sneezing and coughing and, you know, making sure you throw the tissue away. Some of the things, you know, that talk about that's uh, preventive uh, measures for COVID, we really should have been doing those things anyway. <laughs> you know, washing your hands, 
uh, staying away from people when you're sick. And so for self-care, I think that big thing I keep hearing is make sure you stay hydrated. And that's what I'm reading. Stay hydrated, which, you know, we should do that anyway. Get our rest. And, uh, you know, might take some Tylenol or something, you don't feel well. But bottom line is this whole healthcare thing is, is important. If you're not feeling well, then go see your doc. Call in the, uh, the nurse, right, and get some things done. And if you got something that's going on with you, quarantine yourself. You know, put on your big girl pants, your big girl panties, and quarantine yourself. You know, do the right thing for other people. So there you go. I just, you know, <laughs> just wanted to bring that up. Like, our leader is really talking about COVID-19 because in the U.S., when I'm listening to the news, it's like, oh, everything is going down. You know, hospitalizations, uh, visits and stays are going down. The uh, the number of deaths are going down significantly. And then uh, there are so many places that are opening up. And, um, you know, so many activities. We're about to hit the big summer months. And like I said, I'm traveling um, for to do a presentation at the USS Silver Sides Submarine Museum next week in uh, Michigan. And of course, I live in Georgia. So I'll be very cautious and, uh, you know, looking at people with the side eye who might be sniffling a cough or uh, coughing or something like, hey, step away. <laughs> So we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we're just we're just aware that this thing is still out there and it is, I believe, coming with a vengeance. Right. I believe it's coming with a vengeance. I believe that um, uh, vaccinations are the, are the way to go. That's what I believe. And that's what I've done. That's what I'm doing for me and my family. Right. I believe that social distancing is uh, it makes sense because really I don't like people all in my space anyway. <laughs> Right. If you're coughing, sneezing, not feeling well, then you should isolate yourself anyway. That just makes sense. So social distancing. And um, just really quick, I want to just take a U-turn from this conversation. Right. So I wrote um, a new children's book. It's called uh, Gollum's Magical Gamers. And I wrote it, uh, inspired to write it um, for age group 8 to 12. Um, and I put my son as a um, uh, the main character, and it was initially about um, you know the the impact of COVID in the in the children, these cousins not being able to see one another because they live in different places, right? And so I wrote the book and I edited. You know, it's all nice and neat, and you know, storylines flowing. And then I reached out to children <laughs> to give me feedback to see if this is something they would say, if this is what they're talking about. And uh, so my uh, one of my nieces has a six-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy. And I called to talk to the, to the children, to my great nieces and nephew, right? And my 12-year-old um, my nephew, they're not talking about COVID. So I took that out of the book. It was like, it's still the same concept of uh, cousins not being able to get together. And, uh, you know, the whole storyline just goes to how they're able to get together. And they, they're going to be inside of a video game, working, uh, communicating, working uh, teamwork. And they are going to uh, 
uh, fight to go to three different levels. You know, in the video game, they're inside. So three levels. Once they clear those three levels, of course, they get to return to their rightful place. And the whole point is, will they do it? Will they work together? Will they communicate to get it done? And uh, so the bottom line is, COVID-19 is not a part of children's conversation. So I took that out, <laughs> right? I took that out the road. And then I, I, before I did that, I called uh, my other niece who has a two-year-old, four-year-old, and a 10-year-old, 10-year-old boy, um, you know, to a girl. So I talked to the 10-year-old boy for about 45 minutes. They live in Texas. And after talking to him, again, the language I was using um, with COVID-19 or global pandemic, those kids don't use those language. They all I know is they have to not be so close to one another. They can still, um, they still hug folks, you know, so those types of things. So the language. So our leaders still talking about COVID-19. Well, uh, in my uh, nieces and nephews' mind, it is not uh, something that they are addressing every day. However, in their school life, of course, this summer, they recognize that things are different, but our leaders still talking about COVID-19. Well, you and I are leaders. <laughs> so recognizing symptoms is a good thing and discussing it, have policies and procedures in place is a good thing. And then, of course, you, uh, you want to enforce those standards and be consistent with everyone as with any policy or process or procedures you might have in place. Hey, Mo, I see you. Uh, so you want to you want to be the model for how to conduct yourself um, over this next probably two or three years, right? So probably like two or three years. All these other countries out here are just beginning to get the vaccine, like in large large uh, quantities. They will over the next year, and so until then, people still flying out in and out of the country. They're still flying in and out of your state. They're in your city right now. Uh, someone right this minute, somebody is suffering from this uh, variant, this virus right now, as are they suffering from other illnesses, right? So it's not just COVID-19. It's not just that. So be careful and um, wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. And wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And be um, just be careful. And oh, by the way, we're going to still have fun. We're still going to live life. And we're going to lead our way through this. With that said, I'd love to invite you to attend the next round of uh, the Women's Three Hour Leadership Intensive. It's on July 10th. So just go to AngelaOdom.com. And uh, right there on that page, you just go and click the button. And it'll take you to a screen and you'll be able to register to attend. It's from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. All my times are Eastern time, right? Eastern Standard Time. I live on the East Coast, live in Georgia. So uh, go to AngelaOdom.com, A-N-G-E-L-A-O-D-O-M, altogether, dot com, C-O-M. And go to that page and register to attend the um, next round of the Women's Three-Hour Leadership Intensive so that you so that you might uh, gain a different awareness of your leadership level, right? And then we'll come out of that thing with your own personal leadership plan, what you want to do next, right? All right, with that said, uh, my name is Angela Odom, and as always, I am rooting for you. You all take care.